0: Just last week, it felt like it was raining every day. Now, I'm going to do that very British thing. I'm going to open talking about the weather. Because last week, we were all complaining about how it's too cold. And now, every conversation today is like about how it's too hot. Like, what's wrong with us? Can we just pick one and stick with it? I don't mean the weather, us. Say we like one. And then when that one happens, we don't complain.
1: No, I like complaining about the weather. That's favourite pastime. I don't like extreme... I'm a moderate. I like temperate weather. I like... You know, I like weather where there's a nice breeze, so you don't have to wear a jumper, but it's not, you know, but you're not sweating the moment you step out. Like, just something nice, something mild, something mild, moderate, it's what we need.
0: No? It's just if it rains tomorrow, people will be complaining about it.
1: It's the only thing that happens, weather-wise. We don't get tornadoes, we don't get hurricanes. Do you remember that storm, Storm Linda, where everyone was complaining about it, and then it just knocked like a couple of garden chairs?
0: We've been trying so hard to ramp up storms, now, now <laughs> we name them. I'm sure some communities face flooding and things like that, but we're trying so hard to have a storm culture.
1: I mean, with global warming, it's
0: inevitable, right? So we should just start preparing for it. Not in that way. No, like storm, what do you call it? Storm shutters?
1: We're lucky in that we don't have extreme weather.
0: When I thought of storm shutters, I thought about um, doomsday preppers.
1: I love, oh my God, oh, I love doomsday preppers. No, no, I, no, I te- no, I take that back. I used to love watching Doomsday Preppers. You know, there's, there's a, there was a Netflix one, yeah. which is no longer Netflix. There was also, I think National Geographic had their own series. Right. And I loved that stuff. And then I watched this family and it broke my heart. And now I can't watch
0: them anymore. Well, what happened?
1: So oh, it was oh, it's so sad. So it was mom, dad and like 25 kids because they always want to have an own army. And one of their sons, bless him, was... And so the, the, reporters are talking to him and they're saying, you know, he, cause I think he was like 14 and they were like, okay, so how, you know, how are you ready? You know, do you think you can be ready to fight an intruder? Cause their dad would make them sleep with like guns and knives under their right, bed. right? And, um, and then he was like, yeah, I have dreams, but I can't talk about them in front of my dad. And so, so the dad made a whole show of walking away and then they were like, okay, so what dreams do you have? And it was the way he spoke about, you know, the dreams that he had, which were, because he was like, you know, I know I can't go to college, I can't go to school. But, you know, so he kind of had set himself up to be like the next Bruce Lee. Is that his name? Bruce Lee, the martial arts kind of person? Yeah. Yeah, And then so he does this little demonstration for the camera people. And it's so bad. As in because he he thinks like he's very fast in his movements, because he showed them how he would disarm a person. But it's in his head, it's, he's probably playing that at like times 25, but it, you know, and he was, and I felt so sorry for him because he he was so convinced that, you know, this was the part for him. And and he was like, yeah, I like school. And it was just so sad because essentially it's a life wasted, you know, because, it, and also in America, it's very hard at the age of 18 to n- never having, probably don't have passports, probably don't have any form of ID, probably don't have any medical records, probably doesn't have health insurance, anything like that. And I'm sure his far, his parents will cut him off For him to then, and also it's always in these like states where there is the social security for, you know, people who live there is is very, very little. And I just felt so sorry for him because if he did decide to leave at 18, it would take a very long time for him to learn basic, you know, just to get like a, you know, like a GCSE or GED as they call it over there. And and I think that, that then made me just see the human cost of the show because... Yes, there, yes, there's a fun side of, oh, I'm, I've got 10 kgs of rice and peas and, and I'm going to convert my urine into drinking water and the fun side of stuff. And, you know, people who invent, you know, engines that run on sugar and, and that's pretty clever and pretty cool. But when I watched that bit, I just broke my heart for that little boy and... Yeah. That actually, there's loads of children involved in this doomsday prepper because they often have kids. Very who, cultish. It is exactly. It's very cultish and actually, it's quite abusive and it's neglected. And I just couldn't yeah. enjoy after that.
0: Do you? So, for those who don't know what doomsday preppers are, they're people who are preparing for
1: doomsday. <laughs> doomsday scenarios,
0: right? So you know, it might be the failure of the electric grid, it might be the collapse of the American dollar, it might be a biological attack, it might be the second coming of...
1: You know, it's, that reminds me, there was this one guy who lived, I promise you, I think he was like maybe five kilometres from a nuclear plant and he thought he could do something. <laughs>
0: you will be pulvered, you will be, you will be vaporised. There are places 30 kilometres from Chernobyl that's still today, four-headed newts and stuff. And, you think you,
1: yeah, and, like, he, and he took us through the bunker and it's like, this is not even reinforced it's like lead in concrete, in zinc or whatever they do. And oh, it's the delusion. Oh my goodness.
0: I had a slightly more serious point, but you remind me of, of this one guy. So there's something that's a bit impressive about this, right? Some people have stored food for 15 years. They've got go bags. They've got rehearsed routines. They've got everything, right? This one guy whose whole thing was, he's going to forage off the land. In Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so he just had his bag, and it was like, if something happens, and like a few slabs of gold, you know, a sl- you know, piece oh, of gold. Oh, he was. Those tiny was, pieces of gold.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Not like pop, not big ingots or anything. No, but it's okay. like, you
0: know, he's been learning how to forage off the urban landscape.
1: What are you foraging? Are you a raccoon? You're
0: going to be eating hedges and stuff. But do you remember the article I sent you about how? Doomsday preppers, doomsday shows, doomsday culture spiked up during the Obama presidency. Yes. Because essentially it was a psychological reaction to having a black man in the White House. The trend reversed during Trump's presidency because people felt this Safe? safer. Something we've, we keep saying on this podcast about how politics is also psychological. Yeah. Something about having Obama made them feel psychologically unsafe, even though it was one of the greatest periods of stability.
1: For the rest of us, we were just so grateful we were not having... George, right? George
0: W. Bush, and then Trump comes, and he just makes you feel safe. He just makes you feel held. That's (laughs) (laughs) crazy. You know, he won't hold Melania, but he'll hold you. (laughs) Did you see he shut down his blog?
1: Is this the blog he he started after they took him off the Twitter and everything? We know he's not writing. We know he's not writing that. No. What was on the blog anyway?
0: I didn't. I didn't actually check the blog, but. Just ramblings, essentially. I think he's been pushing the theory that once Arizona complete their... To recount for the 10th time or whatever number that it is now. he's going to be inaugurated in August. What? I saw Sidney Powell um, saying that she thinks Trump will be inaugurated in August. But and she was her... fired oh, from... But she was fired from his legal team. But she's saying, like, the only downside was that because the constitution sets the inauguration date... In January. In January he won't get an extra six months.
1: I, the thing I don't understand is she's still caping for him, but did she get fired?
0: But, you know, the thing about having a cult leader is, it's a jubilee that they do the, do all yeah. do all X, Y, Z think the same. Mm-hmm. And there was, do all ex-cult members think the same? Oh yeah, the, this the, and, the YouTube channel, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, and one of the yeah. questions was something, I can't remember the exact question, but it was, you still have either respect or feelings or something about your positive current relationship with the mm-hmm. with the cult leader now that you've left mm-hmm. and not everybody went to the kind of one person was like okay you all have to go on youtube and check this out because she said something so crazy
1: what did she say
0: no like you know oh our, our well, you're podcast, not gonna spoil it oh my uh, gosh is our podcast family friendly i okay this is my take i think our podcast is family friendly
1: if your family's
0: above 18 Yeah, like teenagers, maybe teenagers. Yeah, I mean, the the teenagers these days look like grown-ups. Because she said something so wild, so wild. And then I didn't understand how that correlates with you not hating this guy or... What did she say? Should I tell you and then I, I beep it out.
1: Yes, okay, so tell me and then the rest of you can go beep it out. That's your business. She said... Oh, so why was that? What? So what was that, the most positive thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yo, that's crazy. There's some people. Oh my God. Oh, delete, delete, delete.
0: I'm going back. Yes. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, what you told me was crazy.
0: But yeah, um, definitely MAGA. MAGA is a bit of a cult.
1: A <laughs> bit of a cult? It is fully a cult.